He's black. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. Today we're going to try to end on time. So whatever questions or comments you may have out there, Make sure you get them in, all right? We're not going to be going two hours and all that stuff anymore. And good morning to everybody here again. I'm glad to see y'all. And so if anybody have any questions or comments or anything, let me know, all right? And we'll get right to them. The dessert was delicious. The dessert? Oh, the fruit? What's it called? We're the mite person. (laughs) (laughs) What was that you brought yesterday, Friday? I I brought... Biscuits. Oh, no, I, I wasn't here on Friday. Last Sunday, I brought, brought biscuits and gravy. No, who brought that to us last Friday? Yeah. No, I'm not Italian. I brought fruit, though. Oh, you're not an Italian? No. Oh, so you don't eat that kind of food? No, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to appropriate someone else's culture by bringing in cannolis. <laughs> so I just, I just kept it neutral and brought fruit. Oh, okay. Well, the biscuits and the gravy were good, I heard. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad. They ate them all up before I could get to them. Glad to hear it. Yeah. So let me make this announcement. If somebody within the service or out there and come up to you and offer you a business idea or want you to work with them, don't think I know anything about it. Because some of you are going along with these people thinking that I know something about it and you hate to tell them no. All right. So don't, if you have any doubt, always ask me, do you know this person? Is it all right to go with business? All right. And I'll tell you no. All right, but make sure you speak up if you don't like it. Okay, any questions before I get rolling? <laughs> no? Amazing. I yes, sir. I'll hold on for the mic there. There is a little story I have to tell. I can say very quickly, but I've never been here before. I don't know what's appropriate. Oh, welcome. What's Thank your name? You. Vladimir. Vladimir. V, V, Vladimir. With uh-huh. Putin. Yes. <laughs> We're all Vladimir in that right, part of the town. Well, welcome. Just, thank you. Nice to be here. Okay. Uh, um, um, we are having an issue with the scouts, and basically, to make long story short, their black bong is kicking us out because we're Christian. There's some LGBT people in the group. A small minority influenced the whole pack. Yes. And, uh, and there was a, something happened on the, on the train ride on the first Cub Scout trip. And it's something I said, something the kids were talking about, and uh, and to make a long story short, there's a lady who's who's part of that uh, Cub Scout group. She's a lesbo, who is lesbian. Ma- lesbian. She she her name uh, Shane Murphy uh, Goldsmith, and she's a big deal in this movement. She's the president and CEO of, of yeah. Liberty. Uh, are you a member of the Scout? We are. Yeah, I, I advise you to get out. I know, but but I want to get out. I don't want to be with them. But the thing is, I don't like the way they're kicking us out. They want to put us on the back of the bus, and, oh. and like Rosa Parks back yeah. in the day. And I'm not going to the back of the bus. I don't want her to th- feel grow up, th- feel like a second class citizen. And we have a right to. If they don't like so us, they can. So when you get leave. on the bus, they tell you go to the back. <laughs> no, we had a. There was a. I mean, I could tell the story, but I don't know if it's appropriate right now. It takes a minute to tell the story. Oh. What happened? I don't know. Is it a long story? I can make it quick. Okay. We're on a scout trip. Uh, to Santa Barbara, I'm nodding off on the train on the way back. Um, the 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 ladies adopted two boys, and they're promoting uh, can, that girls can marry girls and boys can marry boys yeah. and have babies. Yeah. So one kid, they got me in the conversation. 
they asked, they told her, you can marry that girl sitting next to you. They told you, my daughter, daughter Loma, she's my Loma. They, they, the boys told her, you can marry that girl. She says, I don't marry uh, girls. I'm right. friends with girls. And then, and then uh, they were aggressive and pushing. I think Shane told them to kind of promote that maybe because uh, it's, it's like a debate. And then they asked me, sir, can a boy marry a, a boy? Can boys marry boys and have babies? Right. I said, what do you think? Like, and, and he goes, no, like that. He shake his head, no. And I said, of course not. That's disgusting. And then, and then here comes Shane, like a rattlesnake in our little space. She had big eyes, very serious, angry face. Where was she before when they were talking about this stuff? Right. And then now she shows up. She scared my kid, and she said, you can't say that. That's hate speech. People can love whoever they want. I said, they can love whoever they want. You know, it doesn't mean you have to do you know what. And, and we believe differently. I had to teach her differently. Yeah. Uh, and and she, we, I just want to know we can trust you with our children. What's that supposed to mean? When so she, she some... slandered me in front of my kid yeah. and embarrassed me. And then, and then to make it all, I got all the parents together, and then we're out of the, of the group. I said, we're not, guess what? I paid to be here. You're not going to kick us out like that. If you don't like me, you can leave. I plan to leave anyway, but they don't need to know that. But I just want to kind of come to get advice because I'm going to go to their meeting on Tuesday, and I want three things. Explain to my kid why she's kicked out. Explain to her exactly why. Apologize to her because I apologize to her for, so don't talk to my kid like that. Kind of said sorry, but then later I said, "Well, he asked me." But yeah. then they made me take an online training thing, all this stuff, just to kick me out anyway. I said, "Okay, so you're gonna, that's how you're going to roll." What kind of just, online training was it? Was it was like an on, on what was it on online uh, youth, youth protection. protection or something. Amazing. So I did. I jumped through the loops. I wanted her to have fun. We just want to have fun. We don't want all this drama. And then even after I did all that, you guys are out. Why'd you make me do it if we're going to kick me out anyway? And then, uh, so I want um, them so, to uh, apologize for scaring her. She has scared her. And, and give me back my money. Then yeah. we'll leave. What, that's good. I'm going to tell you, uh, when you go to that meeting, pull your camera out, take a video of what's happening, and then okay. take action. Okay. Make sure you record it. Okay. And then take action. We've got to start fighting back. What kind of action? That's uh, what I don't know. What else to do? You'll see what to do. Okay. Put it on film, and you'll see what to do. Okay. Because they're invading your uh, freedom of speech right. and all that kind of stuff. So you got to start fighting back. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. I'm glad you're here. Did you have a question or comment? No. Um, oh, okay. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. You're welcome. Beta. So my... Beta. Say beta. My she biblical... <laughs> How old is she? Two. Oh, okay. My biblical question... Um, are human beings special to God? Are we special? Who want to answer that? Nobody? Everybody scared? Okay, in the back. Is this your first time here? Second. Oh, okay. Are human beings special to God? No. No? no. Why do you say no? Because Christians are special to God. Christians are special to God? Okay. What do you say? Uh, right here. Yeah. Uh, when you had said that, I, I had remembered uh, Jesus um, said something in that that a sparrow does not fall from the ground without God uh, noticing that he fell, and all your ha hairs on your head are numbered. If so, God, you know, uh, 
you know, if is realizes that a sparrow falls from the sky, how much you as human beings, you you as as sons of God. So uh, I think that also that also reminds me of so God loved the world uh, that he would be special to God. Yes, I think it, that's the whole uh, John three ten. I think or three fifteen. So God loved the world that he he gave his son. Why would he do that if he didn't if he didn't see him as special creation of his? Amazing. Okay. Uh, a human being special to God. Let me right here. Thank you. Why you I say think yes? So. Yes. Why you think yes? Same reason. Because why would He give His only Son, His Son, to die in the cross for us if we were not special? Amazing. Let me ask a, a, an atheist. <laughs> uh, no, you're a Catholic, right? Not yet. Are you atheist? Yeah. Oh, well, you don't know. Right. A human being special to God. Uh, the biblical God, I would say yes. You would say yes? Since he's, we're apparently made in his image. What's the biblical God? I mean, yeah, the God described in the Bible. Oh, okay. Yeah. You would say yes? Yeah. Well, why don't you believe in him? Uh, I haven't really taken the time to look into the evidence or anything like oh, that okay. yet. All right. What do you say? Right next, yeah. Okay. And so, yeah. are human beings special to God? Yeah, I believe so. And why? I believe we are. Just like how she said, and he said that um, he gave his only son, like, for our sins. Right. So, I believe we are somewhat special to God. Amazing. What do you say, Frankie? I, I think we're special, but we're kind why? of... Why? Um, you know, for, for that reason. What reason? That, uh, that God... Uh, thinks that we're special and mankind he created uh he created you know human beings amazing uh, right here isn't this amazing no what are y'all scared to answer <laughs> right, uh, yeah go oh, ahead um is this I your think, first time yeah how did you hear about us uh my sister worked here oh that's your sister yeah you have an amazing sister <laughs> thank you Wow. Um, I think we're special to God because he created us to be like Jesus in his image and views. So that's why. Are you like Jesus? Um, I believe I am. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's go right behind you. Uh, human being special to God. I mean, yeah, human being special to God. Yes, I believe we are. Why? Um, we don't deserve to be here today, but we're here because of God. Oh, okay. Is providing us to be here this day. All right. Let me go over here. Just one or two over here. Derek, a human being special to God. I say no. Why? Um, You're just taking a guess because everybody no. else said yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No. Um, just no because um, he can, you know, take, it or leave, take you or leave you if you don't follow him. He can? Yes. He, so he's going to take it or leave it kind of guy? Not a take it, not like that, but just, you know. Yeah. What do you, you say, You suffer Joel? and you go to the next person. What do you say, Joel? <laughs> I think that we're special in the sense that, like I said last time, is he gave us authority over the land. So I. Over what land? Over the land. Over the Indian land? No, animals. <laughs> Like he gave us authority over those things. So in the uh, sense of 
That, I think we're special. All right. Uh, Travis, and then down here. Uh, yes. We, why? I don't need to, I don't need to tell you. <laughs> I, I knew I should have gone to him. Something said, don't go to him. So tell us why we're special to God. Why? No, why? Why not? Are you able to answer that? Yeah. Well, answer that. Uh, I don't, it's in my heart. He's a millennial. Let's go here. So I would say no. Because why do you say no? if we are not to have an opinion about ourselves, why do we have an opinion of what God thinks of us? Interesting. And the last one is right here. A human being special to God. I think yes, but he doesn't really need any of us to do anything because, I mean, he made all of it. He made all of us. Whatever he wants to happen is going to happen, so he doesn't need. So why doesn't he need special people? I think that if you are special, it is a gift from God, and it's not what you're doing. So. All right. Right behind you. Yes, Cheryl. I think, excuse me, I think we are special to him. Why do you say that? Because he made us, and the whole Bible is about his relationship with us. There's no other book about his relationship with anything else. And at the beginning, he said he was lonely, so he did the earth, and he got lonely. He, he created said he was man. lonely? Well, did he say lonely? But he created man. He did all the earth and stuff, and then he So he was man. lonely and created a man? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I think that's what it says. But, but I wanted to say, but what I wanted to say was that we are special, but we're not. It's like, like somebody I think I heard on your show was saying, well, we're like specks of dust. And we probably are to him. Yeah. But the fact that he would actually, like, have his son die for us, it's not special in the ego sense. We should all be humbled and, and grateful and have a deep gratitude that he that we can actually, through Jesus, have a relationship with him. Oh, okay. So, we are not special. Sorry. Uh, that word was made up by the children of the lie. God love us, not even as we are. We need to change, but he love us. But we're not special. That's why if you're an alcoholic or drug addict or liar or homeless, or he'll just let you live on the street. He'll let you become a bomb and die a bomb. And if he was special, the children of the lie made that up so that you can feel good. I, I started hearing that word lately. Come on, don't kill yourself. You are special to God. If you were special, why would God let you kill yourself? You know what I'm saying? You're not special. You're loved by him, but not special. That's just a made up word to make you feel good. And so many words that's been made up by the children of the lie is not even funny. And they all, as Cheryl was saying, they're all ego words. They're not even real. And they don't, get, they don't get you to change in any way. It just makes you feel good. You're right. We're not special. That's a worldly made up lie. Even in preachers, when they try to get you saved, they say, come on down. You're special. And you feel good. Go down and get saved. It's still a sinner. And we need to overcome the world. We're not special. We are loved, but not special. And we are not loved as we are. He wants us to change. 
If you know that God won't let you into the kingdom of heaven unless you repent, why would special people have to repent? You have to admit that you're wrong. And so we got to be in the world, but not of it. All right? So stop falling for the emotional lies that come from the world. It's all made up. It's just so bad. Yesterday, I was down at the uh, women's rally or something, march downtown yesterday. It was a mess. As Joel would say, it was a mess. Uh, There were lots of women there, young children. And the one thing that I noticed is that millennials are kind of halfway there. They're not all the way corrupt, but the generation after them, corrupt. No values at all. I was asking my producer this morning, what's the difference between no morals or amoral? And I believe they are amoral now. They have none. They don't even know that values exist because they've been so brainwashed, so dumbed down, so destroyed, even by their own parents. Parents are living together, uh, having sex before marriage. The men are weak, the women are angry, and then they send them off to school, and the school destroy them. There were so many kids down there thinking that wrong is right. And we got to, we, it's our job to change that. It really is. And especially men, but men and women of God have to change that, those who have changed. We cannot live that way anymore. We're going to lose this country. We're going to lose generation and generation of souls if we don't start standing up. And so my, oh, so let me tell you this, and then my question is, how do you stand, all right? Because a lot of people are afraid to stand up. They're afraid to speak up. And as a result, we're losing. So I was down there doing the man on the street thing, and I was asking all these different questions, and uh, it was radical. They were getting mad. They were yelling and there was a bunch of nuns down there. They were dressed in the whole nun outfit thing. Were they real, James? Oh, you were there. Oh, I can't ask Travis. He would say something bad. Uh, let me ask. Who was there? Oh, were they real? Where's the mic? Uh, wake up. Were they real? I don't know if they were real because they were swearing a lot, but... The nuns were swearing. So, go ahead. But they, it didn't seem like a costume. It seemed like it was a group of nuns that were like pro-abortion, pro-LGBT, pro-open borders type. Like it was like a leftist nun group. Oh, were they that, real? That, but, I, think, I think they were actual nuns. They didn't look like a costume. Oh, no, they did not. And they were having the nun stuff, the whole outfit, right? And they had signs that says, yeah, patriotry. And then they call the president the a-hole, the nuns. And so I'm like, let me talk to the nuns, right? And I go with my mic to talk to the nuns. They're like, F you. They were telling me that. I'm like, what kind of nun are you? (laughs) I'm like, are you guys real? And they just start cursing me out. And they try to get away from me. They start running. And I had never seen nuns do that. Isn't that amazing? No wonder if uh, Catholic kids have been traumatized. The nuns are me. They go, nuns gone wild. They were, I can't even say because we're in church, I can't say what they really said. But every nasty word you can possibly think of. 
It was all ladies, and they were just mad. They hate men, too. How many morals? They have none. <laughs> Amoral. It's, it's, no, they're liberal nuns or something. Maybe they were acting. Maybe they were lesbian. And so I go over, and I would call all kind of names. I was called nigger, all kind of name, right? So I go over and I'm interviewing these, what look like lesbians. And uh, so the one lesbian got mad if she is a lesbian. She looked like a lesbian. We like lesbians, all right? Not that I'm against them, but they need to overcome. And she got mad and these people gather around. Don't answer him. Don't respond to him. I noticed that these people cannot handle real questions. They can't handle that. They get mad. You just ask them no question that has no values at all, they're okay with that. But when you ask them real serious questions, they get mad. And so I'm over there talking to this one, everybody gathered, and this one got mad. And she, she was drinking like what seemed to be a 7-Up or Sprite or something. And she threw it on me. She took a can and pulled it out on me, then she kicked me. All the black came out of me. <laughs> All the little black came about me. And then uh, then her, I assume, lesbian lover, whatever you call him, she picked up the can from the ground. She threw some more on me. And so I picked it up and threw it on her and dashed it on her. And then she came and just fighting me. And she was, like, attacking. All the black came out of me. And so um, it was interesting. And then Travis went down there the uh, producer, one of the producers of the Father State, and he made up this shirt that says, I'm proud to be white. <laughs> white power and all that stuff. <laughs> and so at the very end, when the, the thing was over, the crowd was coming down so they all could see him. They, they block off the road with these big road blocking things, and he stood up on one, and he took his shirt off so they could see the shirt that says, I'm proud to be white. He was up there yelling, I'm white. I'm proud to be white. I'm white and I'm proud. White power. White power. And they gathered around him like uh, mad dogs. It was like amazing. They were just gathered around him and yelling at him. And then there were um, a black, black guy tried to take him off that thing and beat him. And it was a mess. And they had women of... Mexicans, blacks, and all kind of things gathered around him, yelling at him. And, and so I went over, and I was like, what's wrong with being white? Why are, you, why are you upset that this man is saying that he is white? And then they got mad at me. You could say you're any color but white. You could say you're black, brown, whatever color, but you can't be white. And they were mad because he was yelling, I'm white and I'm proud. And he had on this little shirt that said it. It was amazing to see that. And so why have, why is it bad to say I'm white if you're white? It's not. Hold on one minute. So what? It's not unless you're a communist. Are you afraid to say I'm white? Absolutely not. Okay. Because I didn't know you get that attack for saying I'm white. They hate that. What do you say with the beard? Why is it bad to say I'm white? I mean, just in the last few years, it seems like things have really gotten crazy. Like, I just 
got back to school. I was in the army down in Tennessee, so I wasn't exposed to that type of thing. Yes. But um, yeah, just because I was at, in, in college seven years and I dropped out and failed, and um, it didn't seem that bad. Right. But now when I walk around campus, like I can feel like people looking at me like with hatred. And Why people hate it? On campus, it's like super bad. There's just people running around like make with ma- saying made up words like. Uh, People of color, you know, like just saying it, like coming up with new words every week, and like I use colored. That's that's a I think that's a little outdated, but so I mean, the whole question is, my question today is, how do we overcome this? How do you overcome the fear of speaking up? Of, of losing your job or something happening. Because Representative uh, Steve, Steve King stood up for the country, and they took him off all of his platforms, all the committees and things, and now he, can't, he has no power at all now. How can we stop this? This has to be stopped. A war? What type of war? What t- right here. What type of war? Terrible kind. Like what? When debate ceases, there's no other option. Do you mean like a physical war? Like a defensive war at this point. The one thing I did notice yesterday at this rally, the people on the, the children of the left, the left, the media, the Democrats, and the rhinos, Republicans, and all them, they are very violent people. Everything they accuse us of is what they are. Because when they attacked me yesterday, it's... They didn't expect any retaliation for that. They expected none, but I surprised them. <laughs> South Africa is the blueprint. Yeah, that's right. It's coming. Amazing. So how do you over- so you're saying a physical war, right? Are you saying that? I don't think anybody is seeking it, but it looks like it's gonna come whether we are or not. So if we stood up as men and women of God, are you saying we need to stand up in a physical way? Last resort, of course. Uh, is there another way to stand? I, I, I would love to believe that, Jesse. And what's the other way? Through, through debate and through unity and through fighting that narrative. Are you afraid to have a real debate with them? When they dump soda cans on you and kick you, and that leads to the next step and the next step and the next step, who knows? Are you afraid to have a real debate with them? I'm not. Would you, would you be able to say homosexuality is wrong? Abortion is wrong? Yes. I own a business. I can't get fired for, the, for what I say. I can't be held accountable or ostracized. If you could get fired, would you be afraid to speak about those things? I'd be afraid to lose my livelihood, but I'm the kind of person that would die of hunger before I go over my principle. Okay. The young lady behind you, are you, how can we overcome this? Because they are right here. They are getting the best of us. I mean, it looks like we need a war. I think men need to, conservative men need to take the power from evil females. How? How, how? I don't know. It's up to you, you know guys. Know. I mean, I'm a woman, but that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? She says it's up to you guys. I'm a woman. Maybe you just they <laughs> need right. to. I mean, all conservative guys in leadership of any kind 
You just gang together, take the voting rights from females first, because I think that's where it's all stemming from. Oh, you love that, Mr. Atheist. He going. <laughs> you know, and then make better decisions. Amazing. I'm glad I asked this question. Uh, Michael, at the end over here. Yes, Michael. How do we get back the power or control? Uh, I think what the gentleman with the beard was saying, how you're experiencing this on college campus, I think we just need to go back to segregation. So, you know, whites-only colleges or maybe American patriot colleges or conservative, but it's kind of like it's that's where it's leading to naturally without this kind of... Are you white? No. What's your race? I'm Korean. Ooh. But I'd still try to... Try you should try to add white. my way into the whites only. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> or, I mean, merit, merit, merit-based. merit Y'all come on in. Oh, where can they sit? Joel, I mean, uh, Esteban did one of those DNA testing. Oh, yeah. And he found out that he was 53% white. Oh. And he's like, Yes. <laughs> And then were you nine percent black? Eight percent black. Eight percent black, and I said that's where that cheapness <laughs> and laziness come from, because <laughs> he's real cheap. That's the black part. Eight <laughs> percent. <laughs> well, he was so happy. He was like, "Yes, I'm eight, How much white were you? Fifty-three percent white. Fifty-three percent white. And he was so happy. Amazing. So, so Michael, you think we need to segregate ourselves, right? I think that's what it's kind of leading towards, just segregation, because they obviously, they, meaning the liberals, don't want white people on campus. Unless white they think people the are the most hate. It is South Africa happening, I'm telling you. And if you let them take over the government, it's over for the white people. It, they're going to take all your stuff. Yep. They're going to kill you. They're not going to feel anything about it, and they won't get arrested because the government is on their side. It's going to happen unless something else happens. And you're right. South Africa is a perfect example of what's going to happen. I used to say that about and still do that. If the rest of the world want to see what happened when men become weak, look at the black people. Black people became weak because the men became weak. It wasn't like that prior to the civil rights movement. But they didn't listen. And not a minute a week. Uh, all right, right here. Anything else, Michael? Segregate, and that's all? A segregation, or, I mean, I guess it, if that doesn't work and people kind of still revolt and don't like that idea, then I think it's going to end up in some sort of a civil war. Amazing. Yes, sir, Mark? I think it's really no big deal. I mean, um, what were you doing yesterday when I was being attacked? Assaulted? I was making sure you didn't like kick her to the ground and like get uh, in trouble. Uh, okay, that's but, my bodyguard. Uh, <laughs> in general, you know, like you said, there like no one held back a single word. No, like, what every any type of like thought of rage, it came right out. Right out of you them. know what I mean? Like everyone was screaming everything minus I'm about to effing kill you. You know what I mean? Like everything besides that. It was and dark. I, and I was like really kind of proud for a moment because it was like 
when people get like this, you know, we hit like a nine, you could say, yesterday, right? When people hit like a two and a half, people start getting stabbed in other countries. You know, when people hit a four, people, places are getting bombed. You know, there's drive-by shootings. There's like serious violence. There's kidnappings. There's retaliation kidnappings. Yeah. There's fires. There's all kinds of horrible things that happen. And in the United States, people are Palestinian, they're Israeli, they're conservative, they're liberal, they hate you, they hate you. But no one really does anything. You know what I mean? Like, it's a real, it's really a testament to, to our free society. We don't need segregation. We don't need a war. Nobody is shooting each other. And this is a good thing. You know? It, it, it's a but good they're going to be shooting next. I mean, I'm After not worried. I'm not worried about guns that. are coming. They're going to be yeah. shooting. If they shoot, I'll shoot back. You know what I mean? Oh. But I, I don't need to worry about That's it. That's not my bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it, like, uh, you know, James there had a show a today. There is a perfect solution to this. There's a perfect solution to this. That's what I'm trying to get at. What's the solution to this? Oh, my goodness. Well, I think just like what we have here right now is so beautiful, positive, and cathartic that I'm almost wondering, before it resorts to anything, you know, past, yeah. or going past anything like physical, but um, maybe to have, like, discussions with friends and family. I mean, I know that it's gone to that point where, you know, we have had to cut off a lot of people or people have cut us off. But um, just like with my experience at home, you know, making, getting people in my family to realize that there is anti-whiteness, that there is um, sentiments that are anti-patriotic and just getting people to admit those things so that, you know, when you see moderate liberals or, or centrists or, you know, people who don't typically get involved, that when they see it, that they're aware of it because somebody's discuss these things that they can, you know, step up because, you know, that's something that more or less happened to me. You know, I couldn't have cared less before. And then when I saw how irrational people were and, um, you know, like evil and, and spiteful yeah. that I've, I've had to make my stands, you, you know, you. and then that's kind of what brought me here. So I think that, you know, this could, um, you know, what we have here and what we develop within ourselves, it, it can be taken and applied with our friends, you know, maybe not co-workers, but family and, you know, people we care about. Yeah. What do you say? And then over here, Travis. Go to, did you have your hand, Travis? Oh, yeah. I, I know uh, okay. Um, the one thing I always told some of my homeboys is that when good people don't say anything, evil always win. Yes. When people decide to compromise their values, yeah. evil still wins. Um, That's right. And so when I went to a historical black college, and in North Carolina, and when I was there, there was a riot uh, for that Keith Scott uh, case, and they rioted, it, you know, right next to my school. Yes. Uh, a lot of the kids, one kid uh, at that time, I was dating this white girl, and my homeboy, he was like, "You were dating a white girl at, at that time." Uh, amazing. <laughs> no kidding. So yeah, at that time when I was dating a white girl, uh, my homeboy was like, "You're my brother." You. You good? I was like, yeah. He's like, I was like, yeah. He's like, hey man, you know, I, I know who you are, Reggie, but you got krakatosis. I was like, krakatosis. Yeah, krakatosis. Yeah, I was just like, and, you know, and then you know, but you know, this is, but you know, this is like, you know, not the first time I heard outrageous statements like that. Right. And I was always the one that said, you know, y'all can't keep blaming white people for everything. 
And, you know, they always looked at me like I'm a coon, Uncle Tom, and all that stuff. Um, but over time, some people, they started to understand. They were like, oh, okay, I get it. But then some people, it yeah, you know, right. they get socked in the face. But you got to speak up anyway. And, you know, and sometimes it takes for a bully to get, you know, bullied back yeah. for them to, you know, That's understand. a good point, man. Absolutely. When they were calling me nigger and all that, one guy was like, you a nigger. I said, oh, yeah, that's true. I said, but I'm a coon, an Uncle Tom, I'm an Oreo, and a sellout, too. And he got mad about that. <laughs> he getting mad because I'm agreeing with him. <laughs> uh, and, and then when they were calling me coon, I'm like, this is a racist. He a racist. I started yelling out really loud. She is a racist. And they're scared of that word, but they try to use it on to other whites on the conservative side. And when you call them that, they, they don't know what to do. They're like, uh-uh, uh-uh. But you got to use their own medicine on them. You got to use it on them. Otherwise, you're going to lose. But I have the perfect solution. Yes, Travis. I was, I was really. Uh, this is the one that was shot at. I'm white and proud. I am white and proud. And uh, I noticed while we were down there, a lot of the cops were, uh, you know, you can't name names or anything, but a lot of them are on our side, like yeah. all of them. They love us because we're respectful and we tell them that, hey, thanks for, you know, being here and stuff and protecting us. But I just that's the only weapon we have is the police. So I just say file charges and we got we got to start filing charges and all these crazy people do for sure. Yeah. And then you got to hit yeah. them where it hurts, which is in their wallets. That's what I say. OK. The young man right next to you. He had his hand. Um, well, I, the only class I. Have passed in college pretty much before I dropped out was philosophy, and they taught us about Socrates and how the Socratic method, and that's what I've never seen. When I found you, I've never seen anyone that implements that as well as you, the Socratic method, whereas you just constantly ask questions like on your Fallen State show or on yeah. the street. You're just constantly hitting them with the questions, and then they just fall. They just talk themselves off a cliff. And um, pretty much, yeah, like I try to emulate that. Questions. That You're way right. you can just be like, I'm just the guy asking questions. When, like, that's what yeah. I try to do on, on campus is just copy hey. how, how you do it and, you know, just right try on, to. Right on, man. This is your first time here, right? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. okay, I flew down here from Seattle yesterday. Oh, right on. Welcome, We, we Skyped three months ago. Oh, okay. Well, welcome. Thank you. Uh, Appreciate that. Do you want to respond to that? What's the best way to deal with what's happening right now? I think what happens is that uh, we have lost the the men. And the men we have. We have to hit them back in the mouth. And uh, in the mouth. Yeah, I mean it's like with your fist. Yeah, you got to hit them right back. With, oh no, with what there's a better way than that. Um, but the one thing I do want to say to the men: if somebody hit you, you have the right to hit back. I'm telling you. You you shouldn't start a fight unless you're protecting yourself. But if it's a man or a woman hit, hit you first, assault you, don't let them hit you. You fight back. That's crazy. Because you have to protect yourself. Otherwise, you get killed. And don't let them say, oh, it's a woman. Didn't she know she was a woman before she hit me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to stand up. That's one thing that you have to do. Protect yourself. Yes, sir. That's a good point about the women because I've been noticing videos where the women are like pushing the men around and hollering at them. 
And this one girl hit this guy, and he just clocked her. I mean, it was like, I mean, if I was a woman, you know, they better be careful because, I mean, anytime you see that, men just have so much strength. And they try to say, well, we're, we're not the different. We're equality. And, they, and then the comments is like, well, you got your equality. That's right. And they have, I'll show you equality. I'll show you equality. <laughs> well, there was one where these girls, these black girls, were like around this family. And they were just like really on this man. And she like she kind of like he pushed her off. And then she came up with her dukes and he clocked her and she went Men down. Men have like, allowed the children of the lie to convince them let a woman beat the hell out of you, and don't you do anything. How you let somebody convince you of that? I think everybody on pot. We all have a right to protect ourselves. We have the right to freedom of speech. Can't nobody take that away. You have to give that up. How many men have been beat up by women or by a woman? They scared to raise their hand. I know some. I'm looking at some men that beat up by women. And they won't raise their hand. All right, you don't have to tell them. You've been beat up by a woman? They've tried. They, Many they, they smack you around? Many times they tried, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah? And did you defend yourself? Definitely. Oh, good. No. Yeah. I'm, the thing about me, I'm willing to go to jail. Definitely. I don't care about no jailhouse. I ain't going to let nobody hit me. And I defend myself. But that's good, man. Uh, and the rest won't tell us. But I know who you are. <laughs> Uh, so, anybody else want to add to the perfect way to do it? Oh, okay. Let me get three other people that I have to respond because of time. Right there. Right here, yeah. Let's go. What's the best way to deal with this? Um, well, I, I actually had a question. Um, oh, okay. I, when, when that woman did that to you, and you said all the black came out of you, um, <laughs> does that mean that you got angry? No. You did not get angry. The one at thing all. I want you to know: all the blast can come out of you without being angry. That's the beauty of being born again. It doesn't make you weak. Mm-hmm. So you responding like that to her and basically giving it back to her—it was just you being present and just here you go, have That's it back. Right. And but but so what was going on in inside of you when you said all the black was coming out of me? Like what emotions? Well, when I said were all the black, I was just joking. Right now. No, I know, but yeah. I'm just saying what emotions were going inside of you. Oh, that's a good question. Zero. Okay. None. God is not an emotional guy, and He doesn't want His children to be emotional. Okay. That's why He's done something else to help you, and I'll tell you in a minute. But emotions are from the world. You've been set up to be emotional. That's why emotional people are losing. Yeah. All right? That's a good question, though. Okay. But no, I didn't feel anything. And the young man behind. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. I think um, the, the way things are today didn't happen yesterday. It didn't get this way. Because right. Because it, it was started a long time ago. That's right. I remember when I was, I'm 47, when I was in elementary school, they showed Roots on TV. <laughs> And the next day, everything was different. Yeah, really. We could, even little kids, you could feel it. There was nothing wrong before that happened. They, yeah, those are angry movies. Yeah, yeah, that's it's bad, bad to show that. Yeah, and then um, um, so there, there's an enemy stirring this up. It's hard to pinpoint who it is. People I know point exactly fingers. Who it is. Yeah, okay. I believe I don't know if it's even human. It's not human. There's an enemy. Yeah. So, and I don't. I think that uh, to say it's a anti-white or anti-man. There's that, but that's a facade also. It's very deceptive. It's really anti-Christian. 
This is the attack is against that's God. But it's really, really, really anti-man and anti-white. It, it, it is. But they're going to call men represent God. I know. And evil doesn't but, but, want right. men to represent God. But you're not. You don't look white to me. They didn't like you but either. I act like I'm white. <laughs> but they didn't, standing but, up. But they didn't like you at the women's march either. Right. They didn't like you because yeah. of what you stand for. Right. This is the the root of it is they don't like God. Right. They don't like Christians. That's right. And 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 I don't really think he said something that got me thinking. I thought this before. I don't think it often. There really isn't a way. I don't. Maybe I'd like to hear what you say. I don't think there's a solution without a war. I'm not going to kill anybody. But I think one good solution I heard was um, because. To, for someone to come and see the light and change from that side to here is like one in a hundred or one in a thousand for them to repent and yeah. see the light and come to this side. The yeah. majority is going to be violent and evil soon. More. But on our side, we don't need but one. God doesn't uh-huh. need a whole bunch of people. He doesn't need but one. But if they start shooting and all this stuff south of Africa, I'm sorry? I, 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 yeah, I hear you. I hear one. But I, I think one thing I heard, um, if uh, you have a divorce... And this is in a dream world. This is going to happen. But if we simply split the country left and right, and blacks, whites, Koreans on the one side, blacks, whites, Koreans, Hispanics, both sides, why do we have to live together? Let them have their crazy stuff, and they hate us. And let them... And there's enough land. I don't know. I know. It, it, I haven't worked it all out. It's never going to happen. <laughs> they, want, they want it all. They want blood. They want blood. They want, all, they want the whole world. I agree with them. But, but listen, that would be one they, way to fix but it. But if we did split up like that, anyone who has anger, we'll turn on each other. Let them so like, let you have all the Hispanics on this land, yeah. all the whites on this land, all the blacks and all this. That's their but problem. But we start fighting each other. We, in our land, it's have to fight with somebody. Well, on our land, it'll be good. Let you know, y'all let still them be fighting too. The white people fight too. No, I'm saying the the people who are moral and love God, oh. and and not just the white. I'm just not saying oh, the whites. I'm, I'm saying everybody yeah. who who wants the left and the right, the yeah. right and the left. The you know that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Not by racial lines, by ideology. Let the left have their side of the country. And we have our side, and they're going to self-destruct. We, did that. we won't. Us here. So we should move. <laughs> well, we gotta have a wall, a strike strong, a we wall move between the, California in the then. middle of the country, not on the border, <laughs> the, and the Mexican border. Yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I gotta move a little faster here. Did you have your hand, Joel? Oh, okay. Oh, you did. Okay. Um, I believe one thing is conservatives need to have more babies. Uh, we need to have diligent. White people need to have babies. There is exactly. We have uh, diligent parents. Anybody pregnant? No. Uh, We need to have uh, diligent parents, just the way uh, Vladimir was, making sure that catching, making sure that your kids don't get programmed into radicalism at a very young age. That conversation should not be a conversation with children that age. Like that conversation should be in there. Are you afraid to speak up against them when you're with them? Oh no. You nope. tell the I, have, truth? I have a little Trump doll at my desk, and no oh, one will do? touch me because I'm a Hispanic female, so it's great. Like, yeah. <laughs> I fight fire with fire, so no. No, I'm, I'm very open in, in what I speak. When they were attacking me yesterday, these two black guys, big black guys, came over, and they had on Trump hat, Make America Great Again, and they started yelling at them, Take your hat off. I'm like, You can't tell black people what to do. Isn't that wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, We're black. How are you going to tell us what to do? Exactly. I thought we learned not to tell black people no. <laughs> they didn't like that at all. 
But you're right. We we got to have strong families. That and build and men got to be men. Build, build those communities. Just the way you were talking earlier, we really need to expand and making uh, sure that we build our own community uh, with within our own cultures. Yep. Yes, ma'am. We're in the back there. Yeah. This is so interesting. Dave, you have any questions online? Oh, Michael has it. Oh, I see. Okay. So I was going to say, I mean, I don't know if this is going to solve anything, but just like liberals come together and they actually organize themselves and do all these march marches, maybe we can do that too. I mean, I feel like outside of here, um, I mean, do we really organize ourselves and like make our thoughts known? That's a good point. And but we still should do it. Right. I didn't even know it until I thought. Yes, but we need to do it though. Yeah, we need to we need to stick together. One thing, look at Steve, uh, Representative Steve King going through what he's going. There's no protest about it. Everybody's just accepting it. Nobody shows support for this man, and this man wasn't wrong. But no, nobody did nothing. And also, I feel guilty because last night I had an encounter with a situation where maybe I could have stepped up, but. Um, it was, I work in a hospital and, um, we had a African-American patient, patient's mother, and she was breaking the rules with visitations and, um, no one can tell her no. And she was not, she, she used the race card. She was saying, oh, is it now, is it because my children are here and all of that? And we called. Why didn't you speak up? Um, well, the, the charge nurse was uh, taking care of the situation as best as she could, and then she, we called the, the supervisor and everything, and the supervisor was white, so she felt, you know, immediately when she used the race card, she felt, I guess, threatened, and the lady wouldn't stop yelling, and I didn't step up, maybe because I just didn't think it was going there. If I would have stepped up, I would have definitely, like, not been angry and told her that the policy is a policy. Why did you step up? Because a lot of people were already on it, and I thought they would handle it, and they didn't. And so, why didn't you step up? The real reason. Because I knew that at the end of the day, they were going to give her what she wanted. No, that's not why you speak up. Because I mean, no, the super, the the house, the hospital supervisor caved in. The hospital supervisor oh, caved in. So uh, at that point, you, and so you were afraid to speak up. I wasn't. No. Oh. I was, I was, it was just funny to see how everything was oh, okay. happening. But, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Most, I, I, most I people are they afraid were... of speaking up because of losing something. They think they're going to lose something. No. Why don't you speak up? Is this your first time here? Uh, this... Oh, yeah. What's your name? Uh, Mike. Hey, Mike. Michael or Mike? It's actually Mikey. Mikey. Yeah. Hey, Mikey. How did you find us? Uh, through YouTube. Oh, okay. And uh, suggestions. Are you afraid to speak up? Uh, no, I don't think I am, but I don't think I've uh, been confronted. By anybody or anything? <laughs> no. You've never been confronted by, how about your mother? You afraid to speak up to your mother? No, not at all. Uh, so you, how old are you? I am 27. So you've been in the world 27 years, have never been, had to speak up about anything? Well, I just can't think of anything off the top. Oh, okay. So you're a millennial, right? I don't identify myself with the millennial movement. I do. <laughs> What's wrong with millennials today? 
uh, where do I begin? Um, <laughs> no, just uh, the mere fact that they think uh, they're entitled to everything. Yes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Are you like that too? No. Uh, uh, I believe you have to work for what you what you want. Yeah. You have any questions for me? Uh, no. Okay. Yes, Ricky. And then I have to answer this. Oh, Mike, you have some on that. Okay. Okay. Um, I think that we are in a war. This is absolute war for this, this country, and they're fighting. And even if we don't do anything, go in our corner, they're going to come over there and take that yep. too because they're not happy with so what, what they have. So what should we do to overcome this? Well, right now you can, we can still fight with uh, if you confront them, if you uh, to stop them, you, you, uh, you have to you know, out-argue out them. You have to just stand there and, and take the brunt of it. And that's, that's fighting enough. Um, that's, a better, that's true, too, but a much better way. And I'm going to tell you, one minute. Uh, uh, right behind you there, Frankie. Okay. Kind of what he said. You, you, you don't win. I mean, if it comes to blows, it comes to blows, but like it'll be revealed to you when it's time to do that. But in the meantime, you need to call it out. You need to shame the devil. You need to Are you family. afraid to speak up out in the world to things? Not since meeting you. Uh, again, I've gotten into a few things, and yeah. but the difference is, like you said, it, you can raise your voice. You can you be can. louder but you're not angry about it, and you actually see them kind of huff and puff, and they crumble, yeah. and they got nothing. They have no answers. They got no ammunition. And what happens is enough people, even just one, will notice that that person is, is the one who's the problem. Yes. They, they, they're too scared to say anything, but then you're the one speaking up, and then you might give that one person courage to speak up. Yes. And they'll remember that moment. Because it happened right. a few times where they, they've calmed down and said you made a point. There were uh, several young girls out there who were telling me, I was talking to interviewing them, they were like, I know who you are. You're the man that talk about the sluts. <laughs> they were like young teenagers. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I said, are you, a, I asked, are you a slut? And about four or five of them, so I went around, right? And they all said, yes. And I said, woo, sluts. <laughs> and then they said, well, so what? Men are sluts too. I said, no, my man can't be a slut. Well, what are men? As a men are slap makers. <laughs> and they didn't like that at all. Because they want everything to be equal. I was like, no, men are slap maker. Man can't be a slap. And they had a fit about that. And they were young teenagers. Then there was a 15-year-old black girl out there carrying on. I mean, just, so I finally asked, how old are you? I'm 15. I said, go sit down. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> You have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, I do. I'm 15. She was talking about how bad the white people are. They hate her because she's black. I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Go sit down. And she's like, my parents are here. And I said, go bring your parents. She never did bring her parents. But she was going on and on about this race thing, so messed up in the head at 15 years old in, in today's America. Joel, you the last word. Yes, sir. And then I, I got to put my eyes in because I want, is that about this, Michael? Uh, okay, let me do that then. Let me close this one out. Just subject it out. Well, Frankie made a point how he was saying that you out-argue, you know, the other the other side or whatever the case is. But, but I don't – But you can't out-argue to me. You can't out-argue a blind person, though. I feel like after a while you're just spinning your wheels and you ain't getting anywhere. So if it – like yeah. he said in the front, I don't remember. I don't know his name. But he said um, it may come to violence, but it, it may come to violence because – 
you you speak up and then they don't listen, but you continue to speak up and you continue to push it, thinking you're going to win, they're just going to get more more angry. I hope it doesn't come to violence because that's what they want. They want us to fight each other and they're going to put us in jail. They really are. They want, they'll pass more laws, they'll put us in jail. We can solve it without violence. And I'm going to tell you, one last minute, a new guy. This is your first time here, sir? Okay, you had your hand? Oh, okay. How did you hear about us? Uh, the internet, I guess. The internet, uh, YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, welcome. What's your um, first name? Tarek. What? Tarek. Okay. So um, I missed a bit of the conversation earlier, but just my two cents on what people are talking about. I feel like there's two things side by side. One is cultural, like in terms of culture and how do we get to people and present our values or whatever it is. Yeah. And the, then the other side that nobody's sort of talked about and why I picked up the mic is politics, right? In the sense that this is a country of rules, right? And whatever it is that people are complaining about is done through the rules in a sense of, for example, if your school board is teaching your kids about sex education or whatever, something that you're not, you're not happy about, that was done through the rules in the sense that it was yeah. implemented in the local council and then these guys then implement the rules. And in a sense that... That's where the fight is, I think. More than culture is that who writes the rules. And that's, that's where these sure. guys are fighting at in terms of like, you know, if you're looking at the scoreboard, uh, you know, at every level, the state level, the, you know, at Congress level, whatever it is, that's where the fight is. When the rules that are written in America, too, the right. rules get implemented. And the rules are the rules. Because so, I remember when... Sense, um, what the lady was talking about in terms of organizing and actually trying to get involved and nominate people to write the rules at the state level, at the legislator, at the government level. That's what we have to live by in America. Whatever the law is in California today, we have to live by it. And if you give that up and you see other people are writing the rules, but people are sitting outside and complaining about the effects of the rules, you're basically isolated. You, you know, you, we should be in that space. So that's where the fight is. That's right. To add to that, folks, what we got to do, and I realized this yesterday, because when that thing happened with me, I, and I thought to myself, I wonder why I don't care. I'm not, and when I realized I don't, I'm, I'm not afraid of losing anything. They can take my home, they can take my job, they can take my car, they can take everything. I love what's right more than I love anything else. And so, and when you love what's right more than you love anything else, you're not subject to the world. And, and because if you notice, most people are afraid. The reason they don't speak up is they're afraid of losing something. Just think about it in your own life. You're afraid if husband and wife don't speak up because they're afraid of losing one another or something. Uh, men who are having sex out of wedlock don't speak up to women because they're afraid of losing their sex. They think, well, if I say something, she will make me sleep on the couch. And so they, they won't speak up because they're afraid of losing. They really are. Just think in your own life. What are you afraid of losing? Because if you are children of God, there should not be anything of this world that's so valuable to you that you would not stand up at the risk of losing it all. Because God is with you. Christ lost it all for us. Everything. He was, he was in the world, but he's not of it. And somewhere down the road, my mind has been renewed, and I don't care what they take from me. I'm going to fight. I, I agree a lot with what we're saying here. I'm going to fight back. I'm going to do what I tell you. I'm going to do what they do, stand up. But I'm not afraid of losing anything. And when you're not afraid of losing anything, you can speak up there. You can represent good. And so I want to urge all of you, you got to 
overcome the world by not allowing anything to be that important to you that you're afraid to speak up. Because if God is with you, he's going to give that back to you even more so. And you still have peace, you have love, you have courage. His courage is greater than the courage in the world. But you, you must overcome that anger, come out of that fallen state and be born again. So you can have nothing but, and that was a good question. What was I thinking when I was being attacked and then pouring that drink on that girl back? Nothing. It felt like fun. <laughs> really. It's, and because when you don't get angry, you're real aware of what's happening. It's when you get angry, you go unconscious and then you do crazy things in response to what's happening. But if you don't have anger, that's the best way to win the war, is to see the war as you're in it. And so I want you to know his world, you can go come here with mine. His world is that of logic, not emotions. The world has fed us emotions and then lied to us. And another thing, too, you got to start, well, once you overcome the anger, it's going to happen anyway. You got to start living right. Don't do what the world said do. You got to get, stop sleeping together before marriage and living together. And men moving into women places and their houses, apartment, and men riding on the woman's side in the car instead of the man's side. You got to start. If you have faith to be right, you're going to eventually. It'll come together for you. You got to live right. You got to be right, and it's so amazing. And your mind will be renewed from that of the fallen state to that of God, and then you can stand up. Men and women can stand up. That's what we got to do. They corrupted us first. Those young kids out there yesterday are so corrupt, they don't even know that anything else exists. They are morally bankrupt. And they are convinced that wrong is right and right is wrong. They're going to have hell to pay in their lives as they get older. Because if you're going down that path of, with no values, you, own up, you only end up in destruction. It's amazing. I wrote this article about the uh, five or six women who were nominated to the Congress from the Democratic Party, and all five of them are all corrupt. You got lesbians, Muslims, uh, uh, one woman married a man that had a child already, one woman lived with a boyfriend, the one out of New York, lived with a boyfriend. They, like, promoted it like it's good, right? And when I wrote this article, so many of my friends turned against me, so-called friends, Christian conservative friends, and turn against me. And the reason is, they told me they were doing that. They lived with their girlfriend before marriage. I said, well, no wonder. When you're wrong, unless you're ready to change, you don't want to hear about right. What's right? So I wanted to tell you this. Don't expect the world to stand with you when you take a stand. I know that the children of the lie, they stand together. They don't even agree on everything, but they stand together. But the children of the truth, don't stand together when something goes wrong. Do not stand together because you're afraid of losing something. Well, if, I be see, if I'm seeing with this person, they may take my whatever. How many of you are afraid of losing something if you stood up? Yeah, see there? that? But if you allow God to renew your mind, your relationship with him, and you have faith in him, and you know he'll take care of you, that would disappear. Don't try to make that disappear. It'll disappear on its own. That's why you have to always seek the kingdom of God and his right way, and everything will be added. It's so perfect. 
then you would no longer be afraid to stand up and disagree, no matter who it is. Yes, ma'am. Jesse, uh, going back to, um, I'm not afraid of losing something. I'm afraid of my well-being. Like, for example, I want to wear a Make America Great Again hat, and I really want to do that. And I can't because I'm afraid that if I walk down the street wearing it, they're going to come and hit me. Like, I, I could get attacked by someone well, are, physically. They should take an action against it. Put them in jail. Do something. And then stop. As someone said, hit them where it hurts. But what if they knock me out and then they disappear and I don't even have a chance to call 911 or, or get them arrested? Well, then make sure you're conscious enough to see who is around you. Be aware and you will be aware of it. Okay. But, so do you encourage that? Do you encourage us to, like, wear America Great Again hats or, or show our faith in, in what we believe in on our sleeves so they can see it? I encourage you to stand up. You've got to stand up. But so not, promote, not promote what we believe. If you want to, the hat, wear the hat. They can't tell you what to wear. They wear all kinds of hats that they want to wear. They had on pea hats yesterday. I'm like, why do you have this hat on? And they explain why they had it. I can't say it because the kids are here. But they wear those hats. They wear whatever they want. There was an a older woman there with a big gown thing on. And she had the, the pea thing drawn on her gown. I'm like, what's the purpose of doing this? They're all proud of it. They don't care what we think. Why do you give in to them telling you what you can and cannot wear? Because they're crazy. But that don't mean you have to take it, though. If they act crazy on you, there are things you can do to take action against them. We don't fight back. That's the problem. We're afraid of intimidation. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wear my, I have this Trump shirt that I wear to, I don't have it on now, but I wear it to the bank or anywhere, post office. And so I, I told you the story, I was at the post office the other day, and a black woman was waiting, servicing me, and she saw the big Trump thing written there, and she like, looked at it, and then she looked back, and then she looked at it again, I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, what kind of shirt is that? And she's like, oh, I'm not going to say it. I ain't going to say nothing. But what kind of shirt is that? I ain't going to say nothing. I said, this is a great white hope. <laughs> Don't you like him? No, I hate him. But she didn't say anything. Because I showed no fear. I have no fear. Children of God should not have fear. Perfect love casts out fear. So I'm encouraging you to overcome the anger, come out of that fallen state, stay with the prayer, speak up, and he will renew your mind. He will take away all your fears, and you would know that he will provide for you. You automatically know that, and then you have the courage to wear and do whatever you want. And they can't stop you. That's for sure. That makes sense? So you, make sure you get over the fear. They know we are afraid of them. That's why they're carrying on this way. They know that. They know men are afraid to speak up. Women know they can walk up to a man and smack him. He don't do nothing. He's not going to do anything because he's afraid of going to jail or whatever. Got to get over the fear, folks. Yes, uh, Mark. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, that's a really interesting point to not have fear and how powerful the truth is like that. Like to what Joel was saying, he was saying, you know, if you talk to... Uh, a leftist will say about whatever abortion immigration it's kind of like talking to a drunk person you know there's no point which is true 
on its face, but at the same time, you have the truth on your side. Yes. So if you present your side of the argument with no anger, it will like plant a seed in them. They're not going to be like, okay, yeah, you're right. I came here and I'm going to take off my hat or, you know, they're probably not going to do that, but it will stay with them because the truth is on our side. Yeah. So when you present it, knew your mind. That's what's so weird about it. Yeah. When you present it dispassionately, it's very powerful. Yeah. You know, um, a, a regular argument for the wall uh, against abortion, etc. It's extremely powerful when, when you're just like that. When you're arguing back and forth and calling each other names, it all gets... Waste of time. Yeah, it all gets kind of lost. But yeah. if you're just like there, like what you're saying, you, have, you don't have fear. I'm not afraid of being hit. It's like, look, this is what's going on. That can like pierce through all the hats and all the noise and all the yeah. other stuff and really... Renew people. But if you start, if they hit you, there's so many things you can do to get back at them. You can sue them, you can take pictures of them, you can do so many things, and then they'll stop. But if you're not going to do anything, you're encouraging them to get worse. It's like being in a relationship. And if the husband or the wife are fighting and you don't stand up for yourself, the one that's doing the fighting is going to get worse. They're not going to stop fighting you just because you. It's like Travis said about the candy bar. When you go to jail, if somebody in jail offers you a candy bar and you look at it or take it, they own you. So they're owning you right now. And they have no respect, no nothing. They're just nasty, mean, evil human beings. Um, the young lady right next to you, is this your first time here? Uh, yes, it is. Oh, how did you find us? Um, my baby's dad. Your He's- baby's daddy. He's been here before. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's your first name? I'm Paula. Paula? Yes. Yeah, oh, good. Welcome. Any Thank questions you. or anything for me? Um, um, as of now, I have an open mind, and I was hearing, um, I heard everyone in the audience, but I was um, mostly fo- paying attention to what you were saying, and um, I felt peace um, with what you were saying. Yes. And um, a lot of stuff, you know, we already know it, but sometimes we don't apply it to our lives. That's right. And that's kind of like what affects us ultimately because there's one thing we're having knowledge and not applying it to that's our daily right. lives. So. She's absolutely right. If you don't live it, you're going to lose in every area. But if you live it, that's what's going to come back to you. Mm-hmm. It, the guys who are dating, wait until you get married before you take it any further. Get to know the person. The person should know you. It works so well that way. And if you decide along the way that this is not the person, you can walk away from it without being emotionally attached to it. Right. And she could walk away without being emotionally attached. Um, you got to do it right. Yes. Jesse, I liked how you said that we shouldn't have fear and that we should um, stand up. Yes. And kind of like someone in the audience mentioned that at work because the 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 patient was black and that she started making a scene and whatnot and going based on her emotions. Ultimately, um, I have something at work going on where one of my coworkers, he's gay. And, um, it turns out that the, the train we're, we're in training right now at work and she's had favoritism and I kind of stood up to it. I, I told her like, I didn't have fear. I was like, I know he's gay and he can kind of like make a scene like, Oh, you're against me because I'm gay. And, but I was like, you know what? Like, that's not going to stop me because there is favoritism. Yeah. So I, I threw it out there like, hey, there's favoritism. And then he kind of threw it out there that if I was against him because he was gay and whatnot. But it was just like, 
I mean, what does that have to do with like, you know, that's, that's right. it's like, I mean, I, I took it like, I'm not like, it, it had nothing to do with his preference in regards to like, he likes the gender that he likes males or females. It was just about like, that had nothing to do, but he threw it out there because I said, oh, there's favoritism here. Yes. He's like, oh, I'm gay, so she doesn't like me. And I was That's like, how they try to manipulate you. Yeah, they do. Like yeah. right away, they try to use that against you. So then you can just kind of like not stand up. Yeah. I noticed yesterday is that uh, they throw that kind of stuff out. Yeah. They say, you against me because I'm this or that. When they are really against you for being right. Mm-hmm. They're against Christians. You're not against them because no one cares if they're gay. So what? That's your problem. Yeah, that's what you I go, think. Just keep like. it at home. It's your issue. Get saved and overcome it. Mm-hmm. But they use that because they want to get laws passed and they expect you to shut up. So make sure you keep good notes. Make sure you, if they fire you, get a good lawyer. Go to the, go to the department of HRD, whatever they call them, and let them know you were unjustly fired. This guy falsely accused you. And just fight back. Yeah, I um, I mean, I kind of like, it's not that I had fears. It's just I kind of like, I, I have been letting it be, which is wrong. Because yeah. I, I mean, I did stood up to it. And then when he hit me with, oh, um, you have something against the fact that I'm gay. And I was just like, it, it did throw me off. And I know that it shouldn't have. Because yeah, if right. I know that I stand right, like I should, you know, pursue that. That's right. Yeah. Well, next time you say, hey, you just hate me because I'm a Christian. Or you can use, you hate me because I'm a woman. You use their stuff on them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you use their stuff. Like I was doing yesterday. You hate me because I'm black. Uh All right. You have to use their own medicine Thank you, Jesse. So start using it. All right. And it works. We got to start fighting back. Anybody disagree with this? We got... Because the law we're sitting in, it's getting worse. They're stealing your children and corrupting your children. Um, yes, Michael. Very good. Are you doing the silent prayer? Um, I have done it, yeah. Speak into the mic for me. What's wrong with you? Uh, what's your name? Daniel. What's wrong with you, Daniel? <laughs> what? No, no, no. What? There's no issue. Come and tell me. <laughs> Come here and tell me. Daniel's new, so he's kind of shy. <laughs> What's wrong? No, I was just paying attention to what she was saying. Oh. Do you fight back? Yeah, I fight back. Oh, yeah. Then you got to throw it out of a club the other night. <laughs> comedy club. A comedy club? You know he fight back. Yeah. All right. Daniel's becoming our next radio producer. And so he, he drove here all the way from Florida. Just got in his car and came and showed up here. I would like to get a job. Well, who are you? <laughs> so we got. So are you over your anger? Yes. You forgave your mother. Yes. Are you? What was that like going to? Her? You went to her. Yes. And what happened? Um, it threw her off. She <laughs> felt like she needed to tell me sorry, and I told her that I felt it was. Um, I said, well, it might be mutual, but I need to apologize because I'm already here. Yeah. You're the one that resent her for that. But if she mm-hmm. apologized, she said, well, you're right. I'm wrong. It's okay for her to apologize. But if she's doing it to make you feel guilty, don't, 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 don't go for that. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you have a baby. Are you married? No, no. We're and, not married. Are you living with the guy? Yes, we are now. 
<laughs> How long have you been with him? It's kind of, it, it was an unhealthy relationship, so... It was I, an unhealthy relationship? In regards to on and off. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, I, I, I feel like now we're trying to make things right. But regards move it out. To, uh, I, you know, earlier you did say something like that, and I was like, I shouldn't be afraid to lose. Like, if it's going to work out good, then maybe, you know, he'll come back and That's then right. make things right. So, so will you move out or uh, have him move out? Uh, we kind of, we wanted to start first with the, like, uh, no sex and kind of like different bedroom, even if it was in the same household living. Are you able to do that? Yes. I personally can. Can he? Um, he's brought it up and I tell him like, you don't need to just bring it up. You kind of like need to follow through with what you tell me. Yeah. And so we're. So he brought up the sex thing? Yeah, where he said, okay, if we're not married, we can't have sex. Yeah. And I told him, I tell him, like, that's fine with me, but kind of like, don't just tell me, like, and I agree to it, kind of like, you know, follow. And he's like, hey, can you come by my room tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> oh, that's your brother law? Yeah, that's my sister. Oh, that's your sister? Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yes, they should separate. Yeah, right. Well, well, since they have a baby, make sure he has freedom to his baby. Well, well you know what? He's actually talked about marriage now. He's talked to me, and he's, he mentioned something to her, and he's told me that. But they should get married. Since they've been together, how long have they been together? You know what? I, I didn't know at the time what advice to give him, or now it's not that I know any better, but I did tell him, well, if that's what you want, go for it. Yeah. If that's what you really want, go for it. And he just, like, so quiet, and I guess he liked my answer. He was, like, thinking about it, like, I guess he feels that's right, and he knows that's right. Yeah, it is no, right. Come on, it is, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but what they should do is separate for a year. Since they've already been together, they have a child. Mm-hmm. And, and don't have the, the sex thing at all. Just date for a year. Let him hang out with a child, whatever he wants to. But don't, don't do any of that other stuff. So you can get to know him, and he can know you. You might not like each other. Because if you get married now, you're getting married in hell, and you're just going to catch hell the rest of your life. Really. But if you separate, date, don't, you know, you can date him, but wait at least for a year. And and then, no sex, but get to know him, and you'll really see if he cares about you or not. Or if you go and cheat on you with someone else or stuff, and then you can say, no, we don't want to marry. Yeah. Because no we, we have, um, like, when we, before he started, like, living with me when, again, um, we were. with you? Yeah. We were dating. Get him out. Oh, get him out. <laughs> That's not gonna work. He moved in with her. Even no, if she... no, no. But this was uh this this um where we live. We broke came in like this, this oh, day, together, like bought, the same you, you got day. The place together. Yes, okay. it wasn't like oh, I, I lived there, there or or okay. he lived there and I came or he came. Right. It was like we got it together. Are you willing to separate as for not living together for a year? I mean, I wouldn't want to put, like, a time frame for it. And right. I, I would kind of, like, just want, like, naturally, like, let, you know, as if it's meant. And, it, you know, if it's of God's plan, definitely, like, you know, I'm willing to go through it. But I wouldn't really necessarily set time well, at frame least for it. a year. Because a year goes by really fast. Yeah, it does. Uh, we were we were actually separated for, like, a week before we like, almost six months. And then we kind of did date. And um, I would allow him to see the baby. And sometimes so, I would that, separate. That didn't work, though, because he was still coming over whenever he 
No, no, no. During that time frame, like, we weren't having sex or none of that. Oh, it was man. just, like, him seeing the baby. Or sometimes I would have in mind, he's not here to see me. He's here to see only the baby. Like, I knew when he would see me. Right. And when he would see the baby or when both of us. Beautiful. Like, I, we knew how to, like, set the border of, like, today he's only here to see the baby. So if I'm there or not, it's the baby. And So are you willing to s- separate from the apartment for one year? As of now, um, I don't feel ready. Why not? Um, Otherwise, he's not going to marry you. Huh? Otherwise, Otherwise he's not going to marry you. Um, then I probably would. I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> but I want women to stop doing that stuff. Don't give yourself over to someone unless he's your husband. It's the right way to do it. That way you have a chance for everlasting relationship but once they do that it's over because you know sex get boring anyway and so when that's boring if, if you haven't gotten to know each other he's going to go find somebody else to make him feel excited that make sense yeah like uh, he was supposed to be here today but uh, his his um he his job they when he started training they told him Sunday's off, and now that he's like on the job, they told him that no one takes Sunday off. And I told, and I don't want to tell him because I know that he knows like a woman should not tell you what how to like. But right. I, I just did tell him. I did mention like, hey, when you start, like, have in mind you started having Sundays off, so maybe that's something that you can look into at work. Not because I want to tell you, but because they had given you Sundays off, because I knew that he would have loved being here today and right. Like, I yeah, know that. don't tell him that. Yeah. Don't tell him about the Sunday thing. He, you know, he's like a grown man. He'll see what to do. Yeah. Men don't like for women to be telling them everything, like mama. Yeah, I for the most part, like, uh, I think that has helped us, like, work out. Yes. In the sense of that, I always, like, there was a point where he would say, hey, I'm lazy, do you drive? And now he's always driving around. <laughs> I'm right. always in the backseat with the baby or a passenger, but right he's driving on. and he's doing stuff that he did when before we had our baby, like open the door, close yep. the door. And he's just been like, he's been a man that he is, that he should be. Right on. Yeah. You like that? Yes, because yeah. that's what attracted me to him because I knew there's so many men to choose from, but I mean... There's still gentlemen out there, and there's still uh, men that, you know, that they put God first in their life, and, you know, where? They can be here. It's just a matter of putting God first. Right. Once they do that, once they come out of fallen state, then they start doing that. Yeah, definitely. So why are you unwilling to live separately for one year only? Then I got to move on. For one year only, why are you unwilling to do that? I guess I would uh, first kind of like see where he's coming from and then go based on if he's ready because um, lately I've been letting him kind of like you know I guess dictate the relationship and so, so if he came home and said well I'm going to move out for one year we'll still date I'll come and see the baby would you be okay with that mm, yes because I've always kind of respected him yes Oh, good. And, yeah, so I probably right would. On. I mean, as much as I, I mean, I'm not going to, like, I'm going to be a hypocrite and say it's not going to hurt. Yeah, it is going to hurt. Why would it hurt? You know, I guess because I would probably have an emotion, which I shouldn't. Right. Yeah. Do you know why you have that emotion? Um, 
I guess um, focusing on like the negative part of it. No, no, not that. I I can say it's not that. But here's what I recommend: do what you want, of course. And her brother wanted to say something too. I want you to do my silent prayer. Are you doing the silent prayer dot video yet? Um, I have. I have. Stay I with that. I, I need to do it more like um, more often. Yes. Not just you know once in the blue. I feel like more often. Every morning, every night, and then you grow into it. All right. Uh, I and I you know forgive your parents and start speaking up, but don't hate. And life will work out for you. But you really, do what you want. You need to separate for one year, not live together at all. Because you need to overcome him. And so you can love him in the right way. Love is not a needy thing. And it can let go. Like I was saying earlier, don't let anything be that important that you can't let it go. I I had a question in regards to, like, forgiving parents and stuff, Jesse. Like, I know he was able to forgive both his parents, which that kind of helped him, you know, get out of the... But what if, like, one of his parents is still, like, being, like, the one to tell him, like, kind of, like, dictate his mom. his mom? Yeah. It's like, I stay quiet about it now, and I notice, like, he's realized it, but it's like, how can you go from there? Like, shouldn't now, like, how yeah. can he get yeah. out of that? Like, because obviously you can't get away from your parents, but if they're being You can't some- get away. You should get away. Because I see that it's something like she's still trying to, like, control and dictate. Here's what I recommend. Point it out to him when he gives into it. If he doesn't correct his mother, just say, you know what? You are beta male. <laughs> You're still controlled by women. But he, just don't hate him. He contradicts me with, I already forgave her. Like, I can't go back. Like, but he tell tells him that me, if like, he had forgiven her, he would be giving into her now. Yeah, because he told me, he's like, I already forgave her. Like, how can I tell her she's wrong if I already forgave her? He needs to stand up to her and say, no more mama. I don't need mama. Uh, yeah, that's where. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate just call it. him beta, but don't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, you, you have something to say? No, I was just going to tell you, you know this guy. He, he has a lot of pictures with you personally. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of self, a lot of selfies or however you call those two. Amazing. Yeah. What's his name? First Same's name? Alex. Oh, Alex. Yeah, he had long hair. Oh yeah. yeah kind of nappy, tall, little dark da- skin. Down on, uh, he lives on Vermont somewhere. When uh, did he live? Well, at the time he was coming here, I think he told you his mom's address, which was somewhere in LA, somewhere in LA. But right now we live in Whittier. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh okay. He's trying. He definitely wants what's right. So. But whenever he gives it to his mother, it goes wrong. Yeah, to call him beta. I told him like, yeah. told him, like when, when, but yet when he talks to his dad, it helps him out. Like it helps right. the family. It helps him be like his dad. Right now he's keeping his job, and it, what's helping him is that his dad tells him like it's not about the wage. It's not about. It's about you showing up, being responsible, and, and holding on to a job. And that's what's helping him. Like. He's going to see his dad tomorrow on his oh, day off. Oh, Alice. Yeah, I know who you're talking and, about and, now. And that That's helps amazing. him. But then his mom calls him on the other side and tells him something like, you need to be here, this and that. And, like, he's there. So it's well, kind of like a little tell contradiction. Tell him I said he's a beta. <laughs> tell him Jesse told me he's yeah, beta. I'll I, call him. I'm his mentor. I, no wonder I haven't seen him lately. Yeah, well, he, he, got a, he has a new job. 
Yeah, he told me so, that. So um, he's been uh, working and... He's a good guy. He wants to do what's right. He, he but, does. But don't let him live with you. <laughs> All right. Well, it's, it's, he's, what so he's, that's Alice's baby? Yeah, no, that's her really? Make sure I see the baby before you leave. Yeah, over here. Okay. So it's just, uh, he has, you know, a contradiction. Like when he hears from his dad, it starts going good. When he hears from his mom, it's like it's not necessarily going to go bad, but it puts him like it just it just change switches it up, you know, a oh, different state of mind. Yeah, it will. Okay, yeah. I'll talk to him. I'll call okay. him today. Yeah, yeah. He, he's really excited for us to be here for I our bet first he time. Is. Yeah, he's yeah, a good and, guy. Um, he wants right. He he would love love to be here. Just that they yeah. they put him to work today. They gave him tomorrow off. Oh, okay. That's why so, I'm mentoring him. tomorrow. He's yeah, off. I will. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get that beta. Yeah, I'm going to call him. <laughs> yeah, make sure you call him beta. And tell him I said it. Yeah, I'll tell him. Uh, <laughs> He's probably hearing us right now. <laughs> Alice, you're beta. <laughs> Amazing. So I got to do this because it's 1230. Little James like, yeah, that's right. Uh, right here, I have one question or comment. And then Michael. You had your hand? Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no, you guys were talking about um, being uh, courageous for God and uh, speaking up. And um, one of my favorite videos from you is uh, you were on ISM Radio, where you got the, uh, the Coon Train Award. Yes. And uh, <laughs> if, if uh, anyone watches that video, it's just the way I, I, I always thought I was strong and I could, I could stand up to anyone in the streets. Or, and I just, when I seen that video, I was like, I want to be able to have no anger like that, be able to sit there with Three different people going against me, yeah. and you, it was just beautiful. That that whole video when you're on ISM uh, Radio is it was, it was awesome. That's amazing. Thank you. What's going to happen though when you drop that anger? All everybody, I'm telling you, that's going to happen because now you have your father's nature, which is God, right? And in Him there is no fear, and you're His son, so He will give you His nature. He'll renew your mind. He'll take away all that emotional crap, and everyone you deal with, you have compassion for them. But that doesn't mean you won't stand up to them. You won't tell, you will, t- even if it's daddy, mama, no matter who it is. And they'll be angry sometimes, but you won't ever. Because it's not in you anymore. You know that the people who are acting out are being driven by their father, the devil. And they can't help it. That's why I'm telling you, you got to drop the anger. I'm telling you this. And don't let the world corrupt you. They have corrupted you by telling you all the wrong ways of living, how to hate, how to fight, all kind of stuff, man. You got to overcome that, and you will. So stay with the prayer. Are you doing the prayer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yes, Michael, we'll take two. Uh, two questions. Uh, so one of them was from earlier, though. It's not a question, it's a statement. If I oh, can okay. just do them real quickly. Uh, one is um, regarding the fighting back. Yes. So this is from Grace Joy. And the statement is, take our schools back. Kids have been brainwashed to communism in schools. Now they are being indoctrinated into Islam and literally converted. Yeah. Um, it's amazing that the American people just let the world do whatever they want to them. I don't, that's crazy. They put fear in you first and then they do it. They demoralize you and then they do it. They take over. Another one is from Holy Soldier 162. Uh, Holy Soldier? Yep. All right. It says... Construir ese muro, and I didn't know. I wasn't sure, so I asked Grace, and she said it says uh, build a wall. That's right. Um, and so a question, and another one from Life Never Ends. Thank you for being a good example. God bless you. 
Um, and the question for you is, if God created everything, why did he create Satan and let him mess us up? Um, he had nothing else to do that day. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, let me create Satan. Satan did, he did do that. A lot of that happened, but Satan really did it to himself by wanting to be God. And so he started doing what we all do, judging, anger. And so God's just going to let you go out there and make a fool of yourself. All right? He's not going to force you to love him. So that's what happened. Satan did it to himself. He allowed it to happen. But God is in control of Satan, that's for sure. Just like you will be as his son or daughter when you let the anger go. Evil cannot get to you then. It will not. It's so weird. It's like a bubble around you. And evil will not get to you. Um, um, that's, yeah, one more. The well, last one goodness. is from States Rights Gist. What does it mean to love God with all your heart, soul, and mind? Uh, what does that mean to love God? Meaning that there's nothing or nobody, if I can put it a little way, in this world that's more important to you than what is right. Nothing is that important but what's right. If it's not yours, you're free to let it go. If, uh, if you're with another person, they don't want to be with you, goodbye. No problem. If, you know, because you love what's right more than anything else. More than money, more than another person. And yet you're going to treat people the way God is treating you. You love everybody. You have no hatred toward anyone, no anger. It's amazing. Joy, you had a question? And then the, the young lady read about it. Yeah. Just a quick thing that she had said. She said a little something. Oh, Alex's girlfriend. A little said, something? She said something. You can tell he's black. A little point. <laughs> you can have a major business, right? And the black woman go, hi, he's a little business. You can own a big company. They still call it Lil. She made a comment. You're like she said a little something. <laughs> <laughs> no, she made a comment and she yeah. said about something. But um, p- piggybacking off that, um, I have a question. Okay. There's obviously men who are trying to overcome the fallen state, obviously. Right. And they're in relationships. So yeah. sometimes they can be wrong, let's just say. What do you think about women giving their opinion? About what? About anything. Just giving their opinion. If they think, <laughs> say, or let's just say they think they, they, they may have the answer. Or are they you know. just saying when they shouldn't vote? No. Uh, no, I'm kidding. But I mean, if they women, just... women can give an opinion as long as they don't do it with anger. Right. As long as they leave the anger out. They're not playing mama or anything. They're just telling the truth. Without the anger, it's fine. Okay. The problem is most women want to control you, so they use that anger to control you. Right. But once women overcome that and they have a logical mind in the same manner that a man does, they can do that. Right. Because they become daughters of God. That makes sense? It makes sense. Yeah. But in, when you're in that fallen state, don't listen, you'll suffer. Every time you listen, you'll suffer. Uh, is this your first time here? No, the young lady in the back. Yes. Oh, and how did you hear about us? Uh, through him. With him? <laughs> yeah. You don't know him? <laughs> He's my fiance. Uh, oh, it is. Yeah. Good. Are you guys living together already? Yes, we are. 
Do what you want, but don't do it. <laughs> when is the wedding? Um. Oh, you're pretty giving me the mic. Yeah, end of this year. End of this year? Yeah. Can you at least separate apart and just date until then? Of course. Will you do it? Yes. You Good. will? Well, it's mm-hmm. something to think about. It's something to look at. That means you know. And the reason for that, because right now you're getting married in hell. Sure. Mm-hmm. You really are. Right. And so God will not be with you. Of course. Satan will be your daddy, and it's going to be hell. Right. Why are you living with her now? Why didn't you wait since you're the man? Why didn't you say, well, no, we're not going to be together. We're not going to live together. No sex or nothing to marry. It's a complex story. I'm not even from the States, so I've barely been here. I've been here just a few months. So, so we're I'm now? Headed back home. No, I said I'm not from America, and I'm headed back home anyway. So we're just, it's a temporary situation while I'm here in America. We're staying together. They just do that in your country? Well, it's not too different from here. It's, it's, uh, it's the U.K. Where are you so from? The U.K. Oh, okay. Yeah, not too different from here, so. <laughs> well, go back and be a good example. Of course. So they can see that you're doing it the right way. Sure. Will you do that? Well. Okay. Let me know if he doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> Did he move into your place or you moved into his? Mm, no, it's his. You moved into his? Mm. All right, move back out. <laughs> okay. And wait until marriage. And just date. Don't break up or anything. You can put the wedding on, but right. you get to know each other sure. so that God will be with you. Right. Any questions, anything you disagree with? Mm, no. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys came. All right. Did you have a question in the blue shirt? Okay. Are you all right? Yeah. Did you do it with your mother? Yeah. You went to her? Yeah. And what she say? She said, I completely understand and... And uh, it was really no drama around it. Did you tell her she didn't need to understand it? Mm, yes. Yes, um, I told her this is for me. Oh, okay. I told her this is for me, and I like the way my life is going, and I need to release any attachments or emotions that are negative, and this is me, and I not all emotions, take it or not, leave it. Yeah. Not just the ones that are negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I understand. Okay. Uh, did you have your hand? Yeah. Okay. One last question. We got to wind. It's 2.30 gone. No, we're going to end. Watch me. Watch me. Yes. It wasn't a question. It was just a response to what Joel said okay. about women. Uh, I think it's fine to give an opinion, but just do it once and just, like, drop it. Don't try to keep nagging or try right. to tell a man yeah. what to do. And even if he, like, doesn't listen to your opinion, if you feel like... It's okay. No, that's fine, yeah. Um, no, be quiet. That's fine. If you feel like he's still making, like, the wrong choice, just pray about it and, you know, let him reap the consequences. But always support what he does. Um, I agree with what you're saying, but a couple of things I disagree with. Okay. Uh, when you wake up, you're not going to have an opinion. You're going to see the right thing. Right. And the right advice and everything. And uh, you wouldn't have to pray about it. Because once he shows you, it's yours. You see the absolute truth. No, I was saying like when you give the opinion, and you don't, and you know that it's right. If they if they don't listen, or just like pray that he'll make the right choice is what kind of what I meant. No. No. Uh-uh. Oh. Okay. Because if you give him advice, the right advice from God, and he doesn't take it, just let him suffer and die. Yeah. Just say suffer and die. Don't be make, Don't pray he made the right choice. Okay. If anything, pray that he die. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
So let me just say this. Um, I have a brand new biblical question this week. It's a good one. You know how I say uh, some people have to overcome by suffering because they won't take good, as you said, advice. So you have to let them suffer and die. Is there a way to overcome without suffering? Because in reality, I'll tell you this part, you don't have to suffer. Micah said, no, there's no way to do it without suffering. Uh, I want to know, is there a way to overcome your issues without suffering? All right? So smoke on it. (laughs) We have a nice pot store right down the street. (laughs) Um, And so I want to warn you again that we got to, I want you to return back to the Father. Salvation is about returning to the Father. Love your earthly father, and through him you can love God. He'll bring you back in. Uh, make sure you do the silent prayer. And whatever you've been into in that fallen state is no big deal. Don't judge yourself for it because you couldn't help it. And God understands that already. So don't let Satan make you look back and say, oh, blah, blah, blah. It's all lies. The moment you realize that you're wrong, it's over. There's no past. So don't judge yourself, all right? You will get past it. And do the prayer, speak up, but don't resent, and life is amazing. Keep an eye on yourself, but make sure you do the prayer and stay with the prayer. Even if you, you know, you say, well, I'm not going to ever, I'm going to wait until marriage. And so you wait a month or two. And then all of a sudden you find yourself doing that. Try to do it in a conscious way if you got to, but make sure you still do the prayer. Stay with the prayer no matter what happens. Because Satan will tell you, oh, you just lied, so the prayer is not working. It's still working. The old things will drop away. He wants you to be free. He doesn't want you to be angry, emotional, doubtful, insecure, needy, and uh, weak. That's not, those are not signs of the children of God. He sent Christ that we may be strong, have no fear, have perfect love, and that we may become perfect. All right? Anybody disagree with any of that? And so don't judge yourself for what has already happened. It's over with. This is a brand new moment right here. That's all important. All right? So thank you all for coming. And I thank you all for tuning in. And don't forget to uh, donate. And I'm, uh, donate and give your tithe and offering. We have books and things like that and teachers, all kind of stuff at rebuildingtheman.com, all right? And we do counseling. We have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. And don't let the world demoralize you anymore. Do it the right way, and that's what will come back to you. All right? Thank you for tuning in, and thank you all for coming again. I appreciate it.